Hey, welcome back to another episode on From My Mat to Yours podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kenya Marsh, certified yoga instructor and your yoga bestie. Previously, we discussed the importance of visualizing your goal. And I provided some tips to help you get a head start on creating your goals and helping you paint a picture of where you see yourself for 2020. Today, I'm going to share a couple of things that I've learned all throughout 2019 that can possibly help you in 2020. Um, And I'm also going to share with you what I have up and coming for 2020. So you ready to hear some great news? Great. Let's get started. 2019 has been one hell of a year. Um, There is a lot that went on. And I can definitely say this year has been more ups than downs, which I am definitely thankful for. Some of the things that helped for me, that is, this year was planning. The first thing that I did when the end of December of 2018 was I purchased a planner and I really started to map out what I wanted to accomplish for the year and then created a smart goal for each quarter. So I broke my year up into four quarters and then I had focused on, you know, Q1, which was January to March and then so forth. Doing that allowed me to paint a clear picture and that's something I haven't done or executed successfully in the past whereas this year writing it out and creating a visual board to see it since I'm a visual learner has helped me tremendously and that allowed me to achieve a lot of the things off my list I only missed two things out of the 30 things that I had on my list for the year. So I know this year I just jumped into a lot of different things because my theme for the 2019 was to face my fears. And I know you're probably thinking, what fears do you have? And to be honest, my fears was just sharing my voice and being visible. I was the type of person, I'm more of a introvert, so I like to stay behind the scenes type. I feel fine taking a yoga picture, but I'm not too much into the selfies or anything along those lines. It took me a while to get used to hearing my voice, so that also bothered me. So it was just little things that I realized I was just self sabotaging myself and preventing myself from exploring something new which turned out that I actually enjoyed so when I decided to face my fear of 
worrying about what somebody else may think, let alone what I'm thinking of myself, and changed my mindset, that allowed me to go head on to starting this podcast. This podcast is now a few months old, which I am shocked. And because of the the relaxation that I get from talking to this podcast and sharing my thoughts with you from my mats in my home, it allowed me the creative power to write my book, which I then had published for um, beginners who want to have an introduction into yoga. And I published that ebook on Amazon. Something else which I thought was just out of this world kept putting it off for a couple of years. This year, I made it happen. And another thing that I learned was staying organized. For me, my mind can go from A to Z in 0.0 seconds. I'm thinking of one thing and then that one thing leads to another thing and so on and so on. And that distracts me from sticking with the plan that I set which gave me some setbacks the first half of the year. When I realized what I was doing the second half of the year, I had to shift and pivot. And I know a few episodes back, I talk about you ha- how to pivot and why doing that is very important because if you don't, you'll just be stuck like a deer in headlights and you will not achieve anything if that is the case. So what I learned, what helped me was even though I have a planner and write it in a plan, I had to take steps to ensure that I hold myself accountable. So I had to organize my calendar on my phone. I had to synchronize that with my magnet calendar on my fridge, as well as my desk calendar, as well as the calendar on my desktop. So my husband know what's going on and everyone else in the household know what's going on and it's no surprise. I created a set routine that I followed. Took a little while um, to adjust to it, but establishing a routine and having someone behind you, such as an accountability partner, to make sure you stick to that routine and not cheat yourself out of it, kept me in line and setting the alarms as reminders to look at the calendar, make sure this appointment is set in this event and make sure you block out this time to write this book. Make sure you block out this time to create this blog post. It allowed me to be extremely productive this year. Whereas last year, I remember When I was just going with the flow, I only post all year, maybe like six times out of the year. Compared to this year, I had like 30 blog posts that I was able to get up. I was able to get back into posting and not getting sucked into social media like I have been in the past. So organizing and planning and facing my fears has helped. And that is something I wish you take the time to 
think about for yourself. What fears is in standing in your way? What's holding you back? What can you do differently? Um, how could you create a plan that could work for you? And what tools will you invest in to keep you organized? The last two things that I've learned throughout this year that have helped me maintain some success as well as stay productive and focused was working on self-care. It was something that I neglected, which is why I spent and dedicated like six blog posts and five or six episodes talking primarily about self-care. Because what I've learned being a parent and a wife, I've always put myself to the back end, my needs to the back end. So everything that I would work on or wanted to work on, I'll get back to that later. And that's how I started treating my exercise routine. That's how I used to start treating my diet. That's how I would treat anything that was pertaining from my personal growth. I was zero and focused on my kids and my husband. I didn't set up any boundaries and I didn't block out time. This year, that changed. When I made self-care my primarily focus, I actually had to have a talk with my loved ones and set the boundaries. Do not bother me between this time and this time. I need your help to make sure I don't slip. You have to remind me, you know, to stay focused. I need the support. And that has helped tremendously. And because of that, the I was able to give back even more time to my husband and kids and other family members once I started to take care of myself first. So my suggestion to you, if you found yourself procrastinating or putting off a lot of the things that you wanted to work on coming into 2020 you are first you are a priority make that number one all caps make that change you would be so thankful for doing that at the end of 2020 i promise you you will feel the difference Everyone around you would notice the difference. Whatever they say, if they're not supporting you, so be it. They're not there to help you in the first place. You need to make sure you put yourself first. You, In order to help all those around you and keep everyone upbeat and lifted, you have to make sure yourself is getting that too. You can't pour from an empty cup. So you must take time to reset and recharge. Which leads me to my last thing. This year, I unplugged from social media. Like my weekends, I got my weekends back. When I started my journey like five years ago, I would really 365 on social media posting. I was participating in so much challenges just because I was obsessive with the joke challenges. It was just like an adrenaline rush. I want to do this post. And it's really time consuming when you have to post and copy and tag and hashtags and a whole bunch of nonsense and then when I realized how much time that I was spending on that I had to make changes I had to pivot and I decided Monday through Friday that's it 
my weekends is my weekends. And that made a big impact. Boost my morale, boost my energy again, boost my productivity. And thanks to scheduling programs like the free Facebook creator and using um, Tailwind, that allowed me to what we call batching is where I would dedicate a certain day or a couple hours to create the content and then schedule it so it could trickle out based on the times that I want. So it seems like I'm still on quite often when my phone is down and I can shift my focus to other things that's more important to me, like my family or my business or myself. So that is my last tip as far as what I learned and what I did differently in 2019. All of these things I will continue to carry on to 2020 and I hope you do the same. The only thing I want to tell you now is some exciting things that I have up and coming for 2020. The first thing I will be doing is hosting my very first wellness workshop. So if you are in the New York City area, definitely join my um, newsletter. Sign up to be a part of the newsletter so you can get an update on the exact date, time, pricing info, who the panelist is going to be, what to expect, all the details and the good stuff. So I would be so excited for you to join me, meet me face to face, have a meet and greet and talk some more. And that is my baby child. That's what I'm going to be focusing on for the next couple of months. So that would be sometime in March 2020 in New York City. The next thing I will be doing is releasing... Uh, my memoir, I actually decided to write a book on my life journey and what led up to my path to where I'm at and all the life lessons that I've picked up, especially with the traumatic childhood and the toxic family members. It's an interesting life and I'm finally going to share that with you guys. So I'm excited to finish that book. I'm only on the first chapter. Um, but, you know, as I get a little closer, I'll just will be sharing that information in my Instagram stories. So if you want to stay up to date on when that book is going to be released or how far along I am on that, um, you can definitely check me out on Instagram at Simply Fit and Curvy Yoga. And what I would be proud to say is since this year was the year of me creating actual courses, I'm going to create some new and fresh courses, only three for 2020. And I'm going to spread them out. It's going to be one for the first half of 2020, another one summerish, and the last for the end of the year. I'm going to break it up and we're going to focus in on topics about elevating your mindset and how you could really maximize your 2020. I'm sharing all my best tips and tutorials, workbooks, guides, and 
visual meditations. So I'm excited about completing that course for you guys. I will be sharing some great tutorials since I've launched my YouTube page. I will be making some updates and changes, still tweaking that and trying to find my way with YouTube, but um, I'll definitely keep you updated. And that's going to be it for now, I could say, other than more self-care and some more events as more come down the pike, I would definitely be updating you. And of course, with this podcast, I will be doing more interviews and sharing some more interesting topics on things of yoga and beyond. So since this is my last episode for the year, I just want to wish you happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, Happy Everything. And I wish that you have a healthy and prosperous 2020 and you achieve all you set out to. Again, if you want to keep the conversation going, I will be popping up in the Facebook group, um, facebook.com slash group slash elevated yogis group. And also just join me on Instagram or if you see me, shoot me an email and I'll gladly respond. So be healthy. Don't eat too much, (laughs) but enjoy yourselves and time with your loved ones and friends. And don't forget to take care of yourself. This is me, Kenya. I'm checking out, going to roll up the yoga mat for 2019. And I look forward to kicking off a new season for the new year in two weeks. Talk to you then.